Hey there, and welcome to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Santos, a wife, working mom of two littles, certified health coach, and self-proclaimed hot mess mom. Do you find yourself on the perpetual struggle bus, trying to juggle it all and your health is the last thing on the to-do list, but you feel like crap? I can relate because I've been there. The reality is you can get healthy and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. If you're looking for some education, inspiration, accountability, a kick in the pants, or I'm not going to lie, some tough love, you're in the right place. So pull up a seat, grab a nice coffee, and join me on this journey to better health. Hey, hey, happy Monday and happy Labor Day. Here we are at the official end of summer. Can you believe it? I'm a little bit bummed about the warm weather going away. However, I'm a little bit excited about putting my Uggs back on and getting those hoodies out because who doesn't like to be comfy? But anyway, I'm so excited that you're here with me this week. I have a great episode for you. It is an interview with my good friend, Leah. She lives out in California with her two dogs, and she has a busy job like me. She's a dental sales rep, which we'll get into a little bit, but I'm just so happy and grateful that she was willing to share her story with breast implant illness. I think the story needs to be shared. I think it needs to be told. And, you know, if you have breast implants, if you know someone that has breast implants, or even if you're thinking about getting breast implants, you really do need to listen to this. Not to scare anyone or judge anyone, but I think that the story... um is out there a lot, and it's somehow not told as much as you would think, but there are a lot of people that are experiencing it. So my hope for this episode is to share her story and educate anybody on some things that might happen or could happen if you get breast implants. So I hope that someone out there gains some value from it, and potentially it could save somebody from symptoms that they're having, just really getting to that root cause and hopefully changing or potentially saving their lives. So I hope you guys enjoy it and have a great week. Hey there, Leah. Welcome to the Hot Mess Mom podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today? Awesome. Happy to be here. Thank you so much. I would like to share with you guys how I know Leah. She is my bestie from the West Coast. We have the same job as a dental sales rep for a company called Henry Shine Dental. And we have been friends basically since we both started at a different company that was transitioned into our current one. So I've known Leah for about 16 years, which is insane. But um, she's always been my roomie when we go away on trips and all that good stuff. So I'm bringing her here on this podcast today, not to share any dental stories, which we have enough of those, but to share her story about breast implant illness. And I'm so grateful that she is willing to share her story because it's one that I think a lot of listeners are going to benefit from and learn from and get so much value if this is something that you're struggling with. So thank you. Thank you so much, Leah, for being willing to come on the podcast today and share your story. Absolutely. Thank you. So if you want to take it away and share, you know, your story, how it started and your journey um, with discovering that you had breast implant illness. Yeah. So gosh, it started so many. Well, I had my implants for something like 27 years. And yeah, I, I got them because when I grew my boobs, only one grew. So, um, the doctor wanted to even them out and anyway, that's how the whole journey began. And, um, 
I used to think for so many years, oh my gosh, I see all these people who have issues with their implants and I don't have any, I'm just loving it. I loved them. They were so pretty, you know? (laughs) And then um, I kept thinking, God, I don't have any issues, but you don't realize when you have them that the things that you're feeling are probably coming from your implants. Like I used to, when I would go hot tubbing, I would get out and I'd almost pass out. And my friends would always laugh at me. Oh, you're going to pass out now? You know, like when we'd go in the hot tub. Yeah. And I think it was because the chemicals were leaching out when we were in the hot, hot tub. Oh, wow. And also when I would lay out in the sun, the my implant, the shell of the implant would heat up from the sun and I could feel it burning my skin on the inside. Oh my God. So like little things like that, that people don't think I never thought, Oh my gosh, these it's my implants. I just thought, God, why is my chest getting so hot? Or why am I passing out in the hot tub? You know? Yeah. So little things like that started happening. And then I started getting sick all the time. Like I would go, I feel like I was dying. I'd go to the doctor. They do all these tests and they'd say, you have mono. And they kept telling me I had mono again and again and again. And you're only supposed to get mono once as a, you know, like as a teenager. Right. And so um, they, they couldn't tell me why. And then I started getting all kinds of other symptoms. Um, uh, I mean, gosh, so many things. I just felt like I was dying like a slow death. I had no energy. I couldn't even keep my arms up to wash my hair in the shower, like, um, things like that. So they started doing more testing, more testing. And of course, all the tests come back normal. And so I started seeing a naturopath and they started digging in deeper. And I don't know if you've heard of, you've heard of Dr. Will Cole. Yep. For sure. Yeah. He's kind of well known. Um, he ran a bunch of tests and then he mentioned the breast implant illness. And he says, you have all the symptoms. And he goes, I'd really like you to look into that more. So mm-hmm. I got online. There's a, I, so there's a breast implant illness group online where there's like millions of women who are all suffering with all the same symptoms and they all have breast implants. And so the first time I got on there, I started reading like all these women and the complaints that they had and they were exactly the same as mine. And I just started bawling and reading all this stuff um, till like three in the morning, the first time I got on there. Oh my gosh. And I was just blown away that they all felt the same way that, that I did, you know? So, so if, you back um, up, if you back up in time a little bit, um, I'm assuming when you decided you wanted to have the implants done, to kind of, like you said, even yourself out of it, did they go through any of the things that could potentially happen? Did they discuss any of this with you? Is this part of like paperwork that you fill out at all? No, not at all. Nothing, you know. Crazy. I know. They they don't talk about it. Um, they don't talk about like if there's a certain percentage of women that could develop it or some... No. That's crazy. The only thing they talk about is, you know, mechanical failures. If it, if it bursts, if, you know, that kind of thing, but they don't talk. Well, they, this was a long time ago too. Right. That's really scary that they kind of don't mention any of this stuff as being a potential thing that could happen to you and some signs to look out for, you know? 
Right. Well, they're doing it now. They've banned them in Europe and other places. So I'm hoping to start. Yeah. Yeah. It's a start. <laughs> so after so, you started seeing Dr. Will Cole and really digging into some of the other women's stories, what was your next steps after that? I was determined to get them out because, you know, it's not a coincidence that millions of women have the same symptoms and they all have breast implants, you know, mm-hmm. But um, then when I learned about how they're causing cancer, that was when I was like, I've got to get these out. You know, I was feeling like I was dying, literally. And so, yeah. So that was my focus. And um, I saw Dr. Chun, who's in Newport Beach, and he's kind of the guru about breast implant illness. And he no longer places implants. He just removes them. Oh, wow. And you can't just pop them out. You have to do, it's called an M-block capsulectomy where you have to take out the casing that your body has built around the implant. Um, You have to take all of that out as well because it has all the chemicals in it. So they're, they're finding that there's more than 40 chemicals in breast implants and in the casing that they're in. There's like formaldehyde, there's acetone, there's all these crazy chemicals that are just sitting in your chest in these toxic bags. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So um, I saw Dr. Chun and he removed them and the whole bit. And I, you know, I think that I have some permanent issues. Like I still... I developed an autoimmune disease that I'm still dealing with and I still get tired and stuff, but I feel 95% better than I did. I don't feel like I'm dying, you know? Yeah. How long ago was your removal? Three years ago. So three years ago and you're still kind of dealing with some of the effects, it sounds like. I think I had them long enough that it caused some permanent issues for sure. Right. How long did you say you had them? 20 plus years? 27 years. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So you had them removed and then what was the remove, like after the removal process, how long was the recovery from that? Because I'm assuming there was some type of recovery and maybe reconstruction. Um, I didn't have reconstruction, um, but I did sort of a detox they have a whole protocol on um, that breast implant illness site that I was so into um, just to kind of try to get everything out of your body. And, but the surgery itself was really easy. It wasn't, you know, hard. (laughs) I've seen some pictures on the internet and I don't, you know, you know, on the internet, you don't know what to take as truth or not, but I've seen some pictures on the internet where the implants will come out and they literally almost look like they're black and moldy. Did you have anything like that? Or is that a truth out there? Is that something that can really happen? Do you know? I didn't, mine weren't all moldy, but um, when they took the implants out of the casing, um, uh, out of the capsule, they call it the capsule. It's what your immune system builds around the implant. I don't know if you know about that. But your body, your body actually fights the implants and it builds this, like, it's like a skin around them to keep the chemicals from going in your body. So that right there tells you 
why is your body doing that? It's fighting this foreign object constantly and your body's just taxed trying to fight these things. Yeah. So it, build, it builds this skin, I'll say, around the implant. So like when yours came out, you were saying they weren't black and moldy, but they did, oh, right. something was off with them. Yeah, so um, there's a little valve where they actually fill up the implant after they place it in your body. Well, my little valve had mold on it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's kind of scary. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've seen so many things on the internet where their whole, I guess the whole implant turns moldy. And if you think about how toxic mold in general is, to think that it's inside your body in any capacity seems pretty mm-hmm. scary to me. So that's what I was asking. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that was like fake that people had molds on them or not. Right. Yep. Yeah. They come out looking all different ways. I mean, it's wow. crazy. Some of the alien type things that they pull out because <laughs> some of them have leaked and the silicone will leach out. And as it leaches out, your body attacks it. So it'll make like this blob looking thing with skin around. It's crazy. Wow. So I guess too, did you have saline or silicone? There's two kinds, right? Yeah, I had saline. You had saline. Okay. Do you know, like are both just as risky kind of as far as the BIL or breast implant illness. Sorry. I'm like saying it wrong. (laughs) Yeah. BII. Um, they're saying they're both just, they're both the same because they have the same casing. The casing is silicone and it's got all the toxins in it and it's a, and it's a foreign body. So your body's like, what is this? And it's going to work to attack it, you know? Right. So from the time you had the, I guess they're called, it's called an explant when you get them out from what I was mm-hmm. reading. So from the time that happened and today, you said there's about three year span. So besides doing a detox that you saw on that page, what are the other kinds of things that you did to kind of, you know, reboot your health a little bit? Just all the normal stuff, like trying to eat whole foods, trying not to um, have too many chemicals like in my shampoo my makeup my deodorant uh lotion um just trying to give my body a break from all of that because it's been sitting in my chest for 27 years yeah is there any ongoing things that you're doing besides like you know trying to avoid chemicals is there any type of like medication that you have to be on or anything at all that you have to do on a daily basis to to kind of still treat it in a way I have to be on medication for my autoimmune disease. So I take um, hydroxychloroquine, which is supposed to be the COVID fighter. So hopefully I won't get COVID. (laughs) That's a plus of taking meds. So (laughs) so it's just the autoimmune kind of battle that you're still dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had to go back in time, 27 years or so, what would you tell your younger self before you had those implants put in? Oh my gosh. (sighs) I had so much fun with them, (laughs) but you know, don't ever put anything in your body. It's not designed to have, you know, foreign bodies, your body's built to fight it. So Um, I would have just had them even them out, like make the big ones smaller, you know, but can't take that back. So on this podcast, it's a lot of moms who are done having kids and 
I'll see a lot of things on Facebook groups about moms going in for like mommy makeovers. So mm-hmm. would you give them the same advice? Like don't put a foreign object in your body or would you tell them to go for it for a certain amount of time? Or, or what would you tell those ladies out there that are looking oh. to like build confidence after having kids and they just want to like feel good in their own skin again? I would tell them fat transfer all the way. Like you could take it from your belly that you can't lose after you had kids and put it in your boobs. <laughs> I, I don't even know about that option. So <laughs> you don't No, I'm not, I, I'm like too scared to like undergo any type of surgery that I didn't have to. So like, I, I don't know. I'm a chicken when it comes to that. I'm surprised I survived two C-sections. So I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I'm you really have... have to put you under and cut you somewhere. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't have any fat to transfer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have enough, but I, yeah, I mean, it's glad that you're, sh- I'm just glad that you're sharing that. Cause I didn't know, even know that was an option. So they're basically transferring your own body fat into another part of your body that carries body fat. Right. Right. Yeah. So there's no foreign bodies at that point. Right. But ultimately love yourself. Those are battle wounds from having your children. Yes. (laughs) If we could all just do that, that would be, wouldn't it be wonderful? Oh my God. Totally. I mean, perfect (laughs) world, but yes, totally. Um, what are the things that you do on a daily basis to keep yourself healthy just overall in general? Um, obviously what I was talking about before eating whole foods, no chemicals, eat organic as much as you can move every day. I'm trying to meditate more. Um, I know that, I know that would help me a lot. (laughs) Yes, girl. I know. Um, yeah, uh, just the normal stuff, trying not to stress. Um, yeah, no, all good stuff. Yeah. I like to ask my guests too, how do you define being healthy? Like what is health for you? Like, what does that mean? If you're like, I'm healthy, like, what does that mean? Define health for me. Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, for me, it's balance. Um, not overworking, not underworking, not overworking out, not because I used to over exercise Mm -hmm. and I try to cut my calories and over exercise. And it just, again, taxes your body. Um, you know, and you have adrenal issues. So, um, I think balance and being it's changed so much over the years as I'm getting older, it's more about, um, reducing stress and, you know, just feeling comfortable and happy and content. And yeah, it's a little different now, now that I'm older. No, I think that's great. It's you're, you're realizing kind of what's important as far as health goes. Yeah. Yeah. Things. Yeah. It's not the vanity metrics. It's everything else. Right. Perfect. All right. So going kind of jumping all over the place. Sorry, listeners. That's just how my mind rolls. Hot mess mom here. What can you get? So I'd like to talk a little bit more about the breast implant illness. So as far as I know, you'd said you had um, some time with Dr. Will Cole. So, and since he's a functional medicine doctor, that's definitely something that interests me and kind of how he practices medicine. And it's, it's something that he had, you know, told you, have you looked into this? So what was your experience like, you know, with learning about breast implant illness and going to a functional medicine doctor? How was his approach different? Oh man, so different. Like he 
honed in on what I'm eating and the sensitivities I may have. And I mean, it was just extensive hormones. Um, yeah. I mean, he found out that I'm gluten intolerant, but I'm not, I don't have, um, what's it called? Celiac? Celiac. Yeah. I don't have celiac, but my body definitely reacts to gluten. Um, yeah, we, he really dug into like every part of the body. (laughs) Now prior to going to him, were you going to some other doctors with your other symptoms? Yeah. And it was the same thing over and over. All my blood tests came out great. Um, but you know, they're checking the basic stuff like thyroid, um, just the basics and all all my basic blood tests always come out great, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So they were kind so, of the mark there. They really weren't diving in enough. Yeah. And uh, Will Cole's the one that found the Sjogren's, my autoimmune disease. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's, you hear a lot of times that people will go to regular doctors and just get really frustrated and mm-hmm. they have to kind of look outside the box to find somebody who can really offer them some help. So I'm glad you were able to find somebody. Yeah. And I think all the women on the the, uh, webpage on Facebook, um, they all had the same experience. All their blood tests came back great. Um, but they felt like they were dying basically. Wow. So I'm going to put it in the show notes, but, um, what was the Facebook group called? Do you recall? Cause I want to make sure I put that resource out there for anyone who's maybe kind of listening to this and like, Whoa, I think I need to look into this. Do you remember what it's called? It's called, um, there's a couple of them. Let's see here. Sorry, I'm looking. There's a Northern, breast implant illness, the ticking time bomb. That's the big group. Okay. And then I, be, I belong to a Northern California one also. So. Okay. So like, it sounds like there's some regional resources for people too, if they're looking online. Yes. Yes. Okay. Perfect. So Thank you so much for sharing your story. I have a couple rapid fire questions that I'm just going to shoot off if you want to answer them with just quick, short answers. All right. So I know you have a Peloton because you've rode together before. Who is your favorite instructor and why? Cody Rigsby, of course. Cody, everyone. Why do you love him the most? (laughs) He is so fun and makes me laugh the whole time. And it's like a whole uplifting experience instead of like a dreaded, I'm going to kick your ass kind of ride. You know, it's kind of fun. (laughs) I love him too. All right. What is your favorite food? Definitely Mexican. And what's like a Mexican food? Like a nice beefy burrito with the margarita. (laughs) Yeah. Have to have the margarita. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) And then what is your favorite exercise? Well, now, as you know, my favorite is definitely the tonal. I'm so excited. I love my new machine and I'm excited to uh, tone up. (laughs) As they say, yes, I love my tonal as well. Um, Maybe we'll do another podcast one day on our tonal experience. Maybe we both can. Yeah, that That would be awesome. Yeah. All right. Anything else you would like to share to anyone out there listening who may be considering implants or maybe... They are, you know, they already have had implants and they're kind of experiencing some weird symptoms. What would be the first step that you would tell them to do? Well, first I would tell people to listen to their body. And if they are having symptoms, maybe try to relate it to the breast implants, because I know that 
I never thought that. I, I had all these symptoms and I was thinking, oh, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. And I never tried to relate it to the implants. And, you know, I have friends who have implants and I try to talk to them about it and they're like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. And, you know, but then I hear them talking about all these issues they're having and I'm like, hello, uh, do you think it might be the implants? Um, so first of all, I would say, try to link it, try to, you know, think, could this be my implants? And the second thing I would recommend is going to that uh, group on Facebook, Breast Implant Illness, The Ticking Time Bomb. Okay. You will learn a lot of information there. And that's a good place to start. If you're either thinking about getting implants or you have them, I would definitely go there. Because they're saying um, it's not if you'll get sick from implants, it's when. So for me, it took like 20 years and I thought I was doing great with implants, but really it was like a slow process. My, you know, it was breaking down my body slowly. Wow. So yeah. yeah, I think that's great advice. So if you don't mind just sending me the link to that Facebook group, I'm going to post it on the comment on the show notes so that if anyone listening wants to click on it, they can find it real quick. Awesome. Love that. Thank you so much, Leah, for being here and being open to sharing your story. I really think that this message needs to get out more and more people need to hear about this. So thank you so, so much. Thanks for having me. I feel so special. (laughs) (laughs) I got to be on your podcast. Yay. All right, lady. (laughs) I will talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. If you love this episode, please leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me and it would help me get the word out about helping other moms reclaim their health. Thank you so much.